back, my beautiful people. You're listening to the Nutrition by Lex podcast. I'm Lex, your host, a dietetic graduate student and soon-to-be registered dietitian. All right. Well, welcome back, you guys. This is the Nutrition by Lex podcast. I am here with one of my friends, Don Rapp, and we're just going to be talking about everything that she does in life, her passion for her kind of fitness that she does, which is very, very different than most types of fitness that I'm super excited to learn about, um, as well as kind of her life story. So I'm really excited to have you on today. Um, do you just kind of want to give everyone a little background about who you are, where you come from, um, any fun facts or stuff like that? Yeah, of course. Well, I just want to first thank you so much for having me on here. Um, We really haven't known each other that long, um, but we have so much in common. I just feel, you know, being in the same industry, loving fitness and health and nutrition and wellness and all things like that. Um, So I feel like I've known you for a lot longer than I have. Um, (laughs) For sure. I definitely feel that way too. I feel that way with the whole crew, the whole crew, surgeon actually. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I know our group text is like going off and we're like, we're all friends now, so I can't wait to meet everybody. But um, my name is Dawn Rapp. Like she said, I'm originally from Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, kind of lived a little bit of everywhere now. Um, I went to school at the University of Cincinnati. So, you know, I've been local for a long time and then moved up to Dayton. Uh, my daughter's father was from up there. So I moved up there about, I would say seven, eight years ago. Um, and then I actually stumbled upon this studio, a little family owned studio in Kettering, Ohio. Um, and it was different than anything I've ever done. Um, I was a new mom at the time. So I was definitely looking for, you know, ways to stay in shape and just anything to move my body and, you know, snap back, you know, you had to, had to get the snap back. Um, I was was like, you know, 24. So I still was kind of like in between, like not really, you know, fully adult. I'm 31 now. So I guess I'm still not really grown up, you know, but, um, never really grown up, (laughs) never really grown up, let's be honest. But, um, yeah, I was looking for something fun to do a fun way to stay in shape. And, um, I got a job as a personal trainer and a group fitness, uh, instructor at, a different gym, but this gym that had recruited me was like very, very unique in the fact that it was women owned. So I I'm all about female empowerment, you know, women in business. I'm so passionate about just supporting girls and, you know, being a squad and like sisterhood and all that. I I'm just so passionate about, you know, um, believing in other women. And so when I came across these two women that, were owned the studio, um, I just fell in love with the idea of, you know, becoming a part of their family, their fit family. So um, they taught a class and it was hip hop dance fitness, but it was like, you know, when you think of group fitness or anything like that, everybody thinks of Zumba, which is great. I loved doing Zumba. Um, I love international music. So it was a lot of fun, but this was so different. It was hip hop. So like, I'm, you know, I'm in like late eighties, baby, um, grew up in the two thousands, you know, the hip hop era and all that good stuff going to the club. Like I went to the club when I was, you know, 
in college and but when you're a new mom you're kind of just like okay that's kind of frowned upon to be you know going out um but I mean it's still part of who we are we love to dance we love to you know just be out with our friends so this was like that plus fitness which is everything so um so the dance I can steal yes so the class is called swerk so it stands for sweat work twerk which you know, is, is kind of intimidating to some people. They're like, Oh, I can't, you know, move my booty like that. And it's just funny because it's like, okay, if you have a butt, you can, you can move it, you know? And, and that was my thought at the very beginning when you mentioned it, I was like, yeah, your girl can't twerk. Like, hold on. (laughs) What are we doing here? Right. Which is so funny because it's like, well, you know, can I do that? I'm a mom. Can I do, you know? And it's just like, take all of the stigmas out of it. It's just dance and it's fun and it's tasteful. You know, all of our music is clean. I mean, it's nothing like, you know, I mean, no judgment on anybody's profession, but you know, it's fun. It's a lot of lower body glute movements. So you're using your legs a lot, which we know, you know, that's the biggest part of our body, the biggest muscles in our body. So, I mean, I will burn like 600 calories in an hour just dancing and having a blast and, you know, and I'm with my friends. Like, honestly, I became an instructor because I was so in love with the class that I was like, I honestly don't want to do anything else. I don't want to go to the gym and lift by myself. Like this is so much more fun. And some people come for the social hours. Some people come for, you know, because it's an escape like that hour that you have to yourself. Like, again, a lot of us are new moms or, I mean, I've had people in my class that are 70 years old, you know, and they might not be able to do all the moves, but they're still, you know, moving their feet, sweating. I mean, it's just amazing how many barriers you can break with dance and fitness and, you know, all ages, genders. I mean, we have men that come in and dance, you know, and (laughs) they're working out with us. And I mean, it's just been, it's That's been awesome. so much fun. I've, yeah. I've been an instructor now for four years going on four years this month, actually the 19th is when I did my licensing. So yeah, I, I'm just loving it. I'm like having a blast. It doesn't feel like work. And I, you know, that saying like, you know, do something you love and you'll never work a day in your life. But right. That's oh spot gosh. on so true I totally feel that yeah um also I did not realize that it's like that high intensity of a workout like when you say you were in 600 calories an hour like I would much rather dance for an hour than run it run like on the treadmill or something for an hour because that's like the same equivalent so that's crazy yeah but I totally agree with you when you say like it's literally not working if if you enjoy everything you're doing and every second of the time that you're there um because I mean that's why I do all this. Like I literally enjoy it. Yeah. I might be busy all the time and I might be like kind of stressed at times, but like, it's fun to me. And so that's why I keep doing it. Um, but yeah, I'm actually signed up for the free class on the 11th, um, of February. Cause I know I signed up for the last one, you guys, and I time difference really threw me off. Cause it was 11 AM <laughs> Eastern standard time. 
And then I'm in Central Standard Time because I'm in Auburn currently. And I was like, yes, I'm going to be able to do it because I had a meeting in that, that morning. And then I realized, oh, we're an hour shifted. My meeting's going to run over into this class. <laughs> I was like yeah. texting Dawn as, I, as it was happening. I was like, I'm trying to get off the meeting. I'm trying to make it. It didn't happen. So I'm signed up for the 11th and I don't have any meetings planned that day. So I'm going to make it. <laughs> yes, girl. It's so fun. Yeah. Last time we did it, this past month, we had over 160 women, probably oh some men, but from different countries. I mean, we had Canada, I think somebody from Mexico. That's so um, fun. Yeah, we tried to hit all 50 states, so I'm still waiting to see how many we actually hit. Yeah. Um, yeah, the virtual classes have been such a blessing, especially for me, because like I said, I, I'm originally from Cincinnati, so when I moved up to Dayton, um, I taught class in studio. And then I actually decided to randomly become a flight attendant. I love travel. I love fitness. Um, and, but traveling is something that I'm just like super passionate about as, as well. So I turned 30 and I was like, I'm going to do something, you know, just completely out of my comfort zone and went through ground school. And so I've been, I just hit my first year of being a flight attendant for American Airlines. So um, that has been amazing, but I decided to move closer to the airport. So obviously I'm not, you know, driving that far, but yeah. Um, girl, we really do have a lot in common with the whole hotels and uh, we only fly American. So like <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. We, we, my boyfriend is a manager. Like we were talking about before yeah. the, the show, um, he's a manager for Hilton. So we've got the flight benefits through me and he's got the hotel benefits. So when Whenever we can jet off somewhere, I yeah. mean, we're out in, and since Corona, like, you know, obviously it's been a tragedy You know, a lot of stuff has gone wrong and people have been affected and, you know, lost their lives, which my heart goes out to everybody, you know, through this time. But, um, you kind of have to look at the silver lining. And for me, um, I have been able to continue working through the studio, just doing virtual classes, yeah. Because like I said, I'm always on the road and, you know, I don't miss a beat with them. I mean, I'm, I'm teaching three to five virtual classes a week and it's just, it's kept me, you know, accountable for, for my fitness, because let me tell you something, fitness instructors, although they may seem like they have their stuff together. I mean, I am, I need accountability just as much as the next person. So the fact that, you know, I have to get up at 530 morning and class um is just i need i need them just as much as they need me so i hope they listen to this one day and they understand how like really imperative they are to my health and wellness because i couldn't do it without them so yeah for sure like i get questions all the time from people listening to podcasts instagram followers and stuff like how do you stay so motivated how are you always up at 5 30 going to the gym like meetings all day, getting school done, all this stuff. And it's like, I'm not always motivated. Like that's not a thing that everyone is continuously just motivated. Obviously Instagram and social media and everything like that is such a highlight reel. Like you see all of the best, like most positive things in life. But like what you didn't see was me laying on my couch this past weekend, sleeping like all I could because that's the only time I could really get in rest. It's like, you don't see that part because I'm not posting that part. Cause that's like, you guys don't care to see that. Like I mean, I am real and authentic on my account, but like, do you really want me to post a picture of me napping on the couch? Cause that's a little boring in my opinion. Right. But it's like, even though we are like looked at as like a, 
uh, influence or like even like a leadership role when it comes to the health and fitness world, being a coach and being an instructor and things like that. Like we still ourselves need coaches and instructors too. Like everyone mm-hmm. needs a coach. Like I always tell my clients, like going into everything, it's like, I was a client first, like this, I would not be here if I did not have my coach to get me here. Um, and so it's like, everyone always just like needs that little push. It's not like there's a magic pill or like we're made of magic where it's like, oh my gosh, they're just always motivated. It's like, no, you're just seeing that on the Instagram story. Um, and we just kind of like push through and get shit done. Like that's literally the best way to say it. (laughs) Yeah. It's like a lot of times people think that you're an overnight success, especially, you know, known somebody very long, but it's like that overnight could have been for me, you know, it was seven years to get to the point where, you know, I'm, I have, you know, pretty successful Swerk business and this flight attendant career where I'm traveling. Like that has taken me a long time to build myself up enough to have the confidence to go out and do things like that. So overnight. (laughs) no, it definitely does not happen overnight. And I think people really forget about that because social media highlights everything. They're like, they, they find you one day and they're like, oh, this person's life's so easy because they just have it all. And it's like, okay, but you didn't see, like for me personally, you don't, you don't see the whole six years of schooling background, the struggling with eating disorders and body image and everything like that. You don't get that. Like you don't have the whole story of it. Yes. I express it and talk about it on my account, but you still don't understand it completely. You still think like, Oh, she has snapped out of it. And it's like, no, 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 no. It took a lot of work. I had coaches and a lot of mental processing for my own self. Um, and I think that's something that everyone listening really needs to hear too. Cause it's like, you're not alone. Like you see all these big, big people on Instagram or just like someone that looks like they have the perfect life. And it might make you feel like you were just like, so alone and like you don't like no one understands how you feel because everyone's life's so perfect and it's like that's not the case um everyone has like a different story behind I guess the mask so to say yeah yeah and comparing yourself is just like you know oh they comparison is the thief of joy so you know compare yourself to the person that you were yesterday but as far as comparing yourself to everybody else like like you said everybody has their struggle everybody has been through something that's probably you know made them into who they were. So, right. Oh, 100%. I would not be anywhere close to where I am right now. If I not, if I have not had the experiences that I've had over the past six years, like it just would not happen. If like, if anything, I'd probably be a nurse and like, I'd be miserable because that's what I went into school doing. And it's like, that's just like, not me. Like that's not meant for me. And so it's like, everyone's experiences really form and mold you into who you really are. And that's why we're so all individually unique, which makes it like the world go round pretty much. Like that's amazing. Um, yeah. Um, so I'm really excited to take the sort class and try something new because I used to do Zumba when I was younger. I, we were members at a gold's gym when I was younger in high school and stuff and they had Zumba classes. And so I would always go do it again. I know it's like very different than what Swerk is, but the whole dancing fitness thing, I used to love it. So I'm very excited to go into like the shop side of things. Um, It's more like my music genre. So I feel like I might get into it a little more. And I was talking about it with my clients because one of my clients um, loves like dance workout type stuff. So I sent her the link for the free, um, for the free class on the 11th. I was like, you should log on with me. We'll do it. And I was like, I'm literally going to like close my blinds in my apartment building, move the furniture to the side (laughs) and like go at it. I was like, I live in an underground apartment. Do what? (laughs) 
It's like, get you, make you a dance floor. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, move my furniture, move everything, but I'm gonna have to close my blinds. So I live in like an undergrad apartment and it's like, uh, well, like the way my window is, like you can see straight over into like the other apartment. I was like, I can only imagine these like sophomores in college looking at me like, what the heck was this lady doing? Like, she yeah. looks ridiculous. <laughs> no, we always talk about that because a lot of us, you know, that are doing like home workouts, some of us are doing it in our garage where our neighbors can see and like I've done, I'm actually working on um, getting like a YouTube channel or a oh, website yeah. or like a members only website where it's like destinations work with Dawn. So I I'll love that. All these different, you know, countries and on the beaches. And so I've all, I've already got one in Jamaica and I did one in Aruba when I just went this past like month or two. But um, so yeah, that's my like, big project that I'm working on because I think it'd be a lot of fun not only to yeah. have those workouts on demand at home but like who doesn't want to be working at the beach so right so no. I seriously to get if I walked my- on and my instructor was like on a beach <laughs> in Aruba I'd be like are you kidding me right now I'm so jealous <laughs> yeah so I'm always like looking for the next spot to go and I have had to like you know get out of my comfort zone a little bit with that and I mean there's yeah. obviously it's actually been really nice with COVID because not a lot of people were traveling. So we kind of had the resort to ourselves, especially yeah. like early. I'm an early riser. I love to get up before the sun and get my workout in. So, um, oh my gosh. yeah, it was really nice, but yeah, there's a couple people like looking like, is she, is she okay? Is What's happening? <laughs> yeah. No, um, yeah. I know, especially at that, um, that Aruba resort, that, that path that goes all the way down the beach and stuff, me and my parents, we used to get up like early and like sunrise, like watch, walk down the path. And like, it's just, I don't know. It's just perfect there. Oh my gosh. Um, They have the beautiful sunsets and sunrises too. Like the Caribbean sunset. Oh, they're probably one of the prettiest beaches that like Aruba is that I've been to. Um, another side notes going on really <laughs> travel resort talk right um <laughs> but um another Hilton resort that I don't know if you guys have tried yet is the one in Los Cabos That's yes. one of our favorite oh yes girl with like the little um gosh I don't even know how to what do they call them like the they're made of wood like right on the beach I don't know they're oh the net. cabanas yeah the cabanas and they've so got I haven't been say um so I haven't been back since they built the new like private cabanas all the way down the hill have not mm-hmm. been there since then they weren't there then um but because we didn't go this past summer we normally go there every fourth of July um because yeah. they do like a whole like which is kind of ironic we leave the U.S. to go on a yeah. Day, like, trip so, yeah <laughs> so like everyone's always like why do you leave the U.S. for the fourth of July and I'm like you know it just happens. Um, but they do like a whole fireworks show on the beach and stuff, but that resort is so pretty. And everyone that works there is like the sweetest human beings. And they just take oh, such good care of you. Oh, girl, they're trained. Yeah. I, I'm like, they really are, have the heart to serve. Like when you talk about oh, them, gosh, yes. they are so happy. It, it makes me question my own, you know, like, I'm like, dang, they are so hospitable like oh, I yeah. trendy, but man we could all learn something from them just like how to serve others it's so for sure it's amazing. so exactly. yeah we we'll take some trips together for yeah sure. I'm down <laughs> I I love it and yeah and the way they serve it's like they just genuinely want to it's not because yes. it's their job they just like want to help you and it's like yes. it makes you feel so good and like okay oh, I, need I, to, I need to get better at that <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Cause you do, you're like, wow, like this person just changed my world. I, I like to live by, you know, uh, especially in the airline cause you never know who you're traveling with, but 
leaving people better than you found them. And yes. I feel like they always do that. Like they always make they you do. feel like after you've had an experience with them or encountered them, like you're always lighter and happier and just yeah. you know, more grateful for life. So yeah. for sure. I, I love that. Yeah. That's a great way to live life. Um, yeah. So that's kind of everything with the whole Swerk dance fitness. Do you want to tell anyone else any other fun things about that? Um, or do you kind of want to dive into? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I do have uh, maybe okay. two more. So yeah, go for it. One thing is that we've, especially since you're in college or, you know, grad school, um, we've been working with the charge groups. Do you know what charge is? It's like, a- I've, I've heard of it. It's like so, the women's fitness group on campus or something, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So they basically, um, I think they started in OSU, if I'm not mistaken. Which I, I don't awesome. know if Auburn has one, but I know um, USC, South Carolina had one when I was there. Because I think it started my senior year is when I first heard of it. Awesome. Yeah. So it's just basically, if you don't know what it is, it's a network of kind of like a fitness sorority. So yeah, of women who basically want to get ladies off the elliptical, you know, and get out and do something else. So they have weekly workouts and it's basically like a membership uh, program at, at different universities across the nation. So when COVID hit, we were able to go virtual with our studio and we basically just started a collaboration with all these charge groups. So we were offering them free classes as their weekly workout and it gave us a chance to expose work to the world because essentially like Swerk is um, a female-owned business as well, and just started two of my good friends out of Dayton, Ohio, and they just are literally like building it from the ground up. And so word of mouth is basically how we're spreading the Swerk love. And so it's been great to have this partnership because we can reach all these different universities. And I mean, I've taught over I don't even know how many chapters I've done in the last semester but they asked us to come back for spring semester so I know I'm doing like I mean five a week some weeks like I'm doing a ton of these classes and I mean these girls are you know 18 they're young however old 20s um and they just have so much energy (laughs) like it keeps me young no yeah it's been a lot of fun doing that so um if you are listening and you are part of a charge chapter anywhere you could possibly take swerk for free um so definitely be on the lookout for that and sign up for that class and then on the flip side of it which i share with every group because like i said we're building it from the ground up i also have the the opportunity and the great honor of holding the license programs. So I get to um, license other ladies who want to teach work wherever they are, their hometown or their university or whatever. That's so exciting. Yeah. So um, I hold workshops monthly and it's just a one day course where you're getting all the tips and tricks that you need to be successful. So again, I am all about um, just empowering females to know that there is like we are going to break that glass ceiling if you want to own a business if you want to make as much money as you want if you want to you know just come out of your shell I mean I I always tell people that Swerk is like a confidence builder disguised as hip-hop dance fitness because I over the last four years I would never have like gotten in front of a class or even had the confidence to stand up and you know teach other people how to build this business you know and so it's it's definitely helped me come out of my shell and oh my gosh we just had a workshop 
on, I think it was the 24th of January. So within the last, you know, two weeks and I mean, tears were shed, like we laughed so hard. We cried. I mean, it's just like, it really just is something special. So I can't, I don't know how to else to explain it, but it's something so special. So if you are listening and you think that it might be something that you wanted to do, it, it doesn't mean that you have to have taken the class for like, you know, a certain amount of time. I think I was dance doing the class for a year and the, the instructors were just teaching these classes. Like, you know, they were the only two. So they're like, we need someone else to teach these classes because quite frankly, their bodies were just like, you know, they need rest. Yeah. yeah. Tired. So, um, so yeah, we've just started uh, licensing other people to go out and teach. And it's been, I think to this day, we've licensed over a hundred women in all different states. I mean, it's like, yeah. And that's crazy. And it's exciting. And we really want to glo go global with it. We've gotten to do um, the mind body conference. We were like a featured class out there in California uh, we've done the Arnold we've done oh my gosh y'all are like expanding like crazy yeah I taught a g class at Top Golf once like just out on the terrace like that's fine <laughs> so yeah I mean it's just we've done sip and swerks like you know at a at a brewery and you just yeah. go and dance and then you get a drink like it's just that's right like, like I mean that's <laughs> Possibly you said that you, I, I kind of flash back to when you said like guys come to to your class too. I was like, as soon as you said top golf, I was like, that would be the only way I could get my boyfriend to come. With right. Me. <laughs> Include golf in it, and it's good. He'd be like, okay, maybe. Right. I'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. That was more fun. But yeah, so the the opportunities are endless. I mean, so yeah. Um, our website is sweatworktwork.com. Go and check it out. There's tons of information on there. There's classes where, you know, in different locations. So you can see if there's any classes where you are. And if there aren't, then you should just start them. So there are yeah. classes where you are. Yeah. Take that step. Like that's, that's literally the first thing is like, just yeah. start. Like everyone's always like, how, how do you start a business? How do you do that? Um, and I'm just like, you just literally have to start. Yeah. Um, but for everyone listening, I, I've been asked so many questions that I do think I'm going to do a full episode on like business stuff. I want to bring Virgil on and have him talk with everyone too. Yeah. Um, cause he's just like so business savvy about that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, for everyone listening, if you don't know who Virgil is, he's my um, business partner, co-owner of Surgent. Um, but he's just like really good about that. I've also kind of thought about having like a group zoom of everyone, like in those, in the, um, Sergeant fam that like owns their own business, like Brittany and Xavier and like everyone like that, um, to like kind of give their two cents about it and stuff. So I think I might do a couple episodes like that. Um, not only because like, it'll really benefit all of you listening. And I know you guys have been asking for forever, but like could also help all of us like having the conversation about it to help boost our own businesses and stuff. So, um, that's yeah. definitely something. And again, that just comes right back to like boosting each other and like women empowerment. Cause like every like besides Virgil's not a woman, um, right. but <laughs> most people on our team are women, right? There's Virgil and Xavier that are, that are men. Um, but it's also just like goes back to your whole community and like motivation. Like you've got to have that support system. Y'all you've got to find those people that are going to be able to push you um, and like really just motivate you and encourage you to know that you have the strength to do whatever you want to do. Um, Cause it is possible. Like it's just a matter of like figuring out how to do it and doing it. Um, and even if you don't know how to do it, just start and you'll learn along the way. That's what I did. <laughs> 
step, step by step. That's that's how you climb that mountain, right? So exactly, exactly. I posted a story yesterday, or not a story, um, a picture of my Instagram, and it was like we're putting one foot in front of the other, climbing the mountain. We're not yeah. leaping from peak to peak, and like exactly. that's and, dangerous. <laughs> yeah, that's that's dangerous because you're setting set yourself up for success, not failure. Um, right. So if you if you make small baby steps that are easy wins along the way, you'll eventually get that big win that you're hoping for. And I know everyone on here is probably like, we hear you say baby steps all the time. And it's like, (laughs) season two, baby, we're saying it again. (laughs) That's right. Yep. It is. That's the way it is. (laughs) For sure. Um, Yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited for my sport class. I can't wait. Um, Hopefully I can like really get into it and fall in love with it and want to do even more classes. Um, but I'll definitely share the link in the um, description for like the Swerk website and everything like that, um, along with like your Instagram handle and stuff. Um, but I'm also going to be sharing it on my like Instagram story and everything like that. So people can definitely see and like go on for and get involved in like any other like free classes that you guys do or stuff like that. Yeah, it's going to be so fun. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Well, um, okay. So Swerk, we've talked about that. Um, I know we wanted to talk about a few other things. Go, we've kind of probably touched on a little bit of them here and there, but really like diving deep um, into and into overcoming adversity and finding your inner strengths um, after some experiences that you've had throughout your life. Um, so you guys, I just want to preference that like I have not heard Dawn's story about any of this. So this is just kind of like me learning about her too. Um, and we wanted to just be very, um, natural for you guys to like hear this story. Cause I have a feeling it's going to be very inspiring and very motivational. <laughs> so, um, so go for it. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I think that a lot of people, um, like we kind of touched on already, people wonder, you know, how did you get your start in what you do or what keeps you motivated or anything like that? And again, we've all had our struggles, you know, but to me, struggle builds strength. And I don't think that I would have been the same person, um, had I not gone through all the struggles that I've gone through. So, um, (laughs) it's just like, where do you start? I'm like (laughs) the medical, the medical craziness of my life is just like unbelievable to some, but, um, it started when I was like 17, I had to go through this brain surgery when I was 17. Um, I had, I mean, long story short, because I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty of all the details of everything that I've been through, but um, I I had to grow up really fast because at 17, I had to make a decision whether I was going to have brain surgery or not. Um, long story short, I had a clump of, clump of blood vessels. They called it a tumor, but it wasn't cancerous. So that's really scary, you know, when you're in high yeah. school um, to go through anything like that, but it caused me to have a seizure and... 10 days later, they're like, it's operable. You know, if you want to get it taken out, um, you can, otherwise you're going to have to basically be on medication. Wasn't going to be able to be by myself. I mean, I'm 17 years old. Like I don't want to have a chaperone, you know, going around with me. I wasn't going to be able to drive or anything like that. So I'm like, you know what, do what you do. You're the expert. So really, I don't know. I think that um, my faith was definitely tested in those early years. And like I said, I just had such a different perspective on life because, you know, I hadn't even graduated high school yet, but I was really put in a position where I'm like, you know, anything could happen. I was supposed to lose some of my vision. I mean, anything, you know, surgeries are obviously really 
risky. So, um, but when I came out of that, I was like, you know, did, I did have to do some therapy and things like, you know, writing, I don't know. It was weird. Like I going through school was just a task in itself, you know, but came out of that. And I mean, I graduated valedictorian of my high school. And so, you know, I just, yeah, from that moment on, I was just like, I can honestly do anything, you know, I'm like setbacks are one thing, but they're not going to control the outcome of your life. You know, your circumstances do not have to determine how you live. The results that you get are based on your resiliency. So for me, it started, you know, before I even graduated high school, but then, you know, life's like going on. I'm turn 18, start college, um, just pretty much, you know, the normal high school or college life. Um, I played college basketball for the University of Cincinnati Claremont branch. So that was a lot of fun. Um, we went to nationals and did, we turned that program around. So that was obviously like a huge part of my life, but wouldn't you know it, another setback. So um, I actually started college for I wanted to do like medical assisting. So I kind of did that and go into the health field because I love to help people. I mean, I think, you know, as women, we are naturally nurturing. So I think that for me was, you know, just the path I wanted to take. And then when I was 20, I was going on a camping trip with one of my friends, my, one of my best friends at the time. And, um, again, not going into the nitty gritty details, but we were coming home from a camping trip and um you know we're riding along and all of a sudden we kind of stop on the highway and i'm like this is weird you know we're we're on a major highway and it was memorial day so um it, it wasn't you know there wasn't a lot of traffic but i turn around and i i look and i see this f-150 just barreling at us like i'm in the back seat i'm you know belted in i turn around and i'm just like oh my god he's not gonna stop like kind of like life flashed before your eyes and like, is this real? And so I'm like, he's definitely going to hit us. I mean, he's going like 55, 60 miles an hour. So I'm just like, I don't know. It's, it's kind of like in that moment, people are like, well, you know, why didn't you jump out of the car or da, 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 da. But it's like, you have three seconds to decide, like you're literally fight or flight. So I took my seatbelt off and I started crawling in front into the, you know, front of the car as far away. Cause I'm like, he's going to hit us. I just got to get away from the impact. Yeah. So I'm like sitting on the console, my knees on the console with my arms around the headrest. I'm like, he's going to hit us. I'm probably going to go through the windshield if I don't hold on. Yeah. So yeah. So he hits us, pushes us like, I don't know, eight or nine feet into the guardrail. And I'm just like holding on for dear life. And I, I like go forward and then I just, you know, snap back and then everything stops. So I'm like freaking out. There was two girls in the front and I'm just like, Oh my God, are we okay? Like we're alive. Um, and my legs were like, you know, I have tons of adrenaline in my body. So I'm like, you know, I need to make sure my legs work. Like, can I breathe everything? I mean, all this stuff just going through your head. So I'm like, get out, get out. So I get out and I'm walking and obviously like my body's in shock. And then all of a sudden I like can't breathe. So, I mean, it felt like the wind got knocked out of me, but 
I'm like, obviously something's not right. So I go back in the car and I'm laying down, I'm like shaking so bad, feeling like I'm internally bleeding. I'm just like, what is going on? And so my friends at the time that were in the car, um, you know, I'm making sure they're okay. We're all okay. We're all alive. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I have got to go to the hospital. Like something is not right. I can't breathe. So being that it was Memorial Day, everybody's like, you know, volunteer workers or off work or so, I mean, it took a good 45 minutes for anyone to get to us. We were in Northern Kentucky. So um, they finally come and get us and take me to the hospital and I'm just laying there and I don't know, I guess because I'm not like profusely bleeding, they're just like taking their sweet time. Right. And nothing externally wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like telling my yeah I'm telling myself in my head like you have to be calm you're only gonna make it worse you know I think when we freak out and you know I mean I wasn't gonna be screaming or anything because I'm like keep myself calm then it'll be better for me you know right and so I'm laying there waiting to get these x-rays my parents I'm like I don't even know if they know yet and so I'm just waiting to be I don't know um checked out and I mean, it was just like so surreal to lay there and be like, I can't move. And am I going to be paralyzed? And what's actually going on in my body? Like, again, you and your thoughts. Yeah, me and my thoughts. And again, just one of those moments, like, you know, grow up a little bit faster, because now you're about to go through another whole thing. So um, when they did the x-rays, they were basically just like, oh, yeah, it's a compression fracture. But you there's nothing that we can really do about it like it's kind of one of those things that has to heal on their own which I'm like it's not a toe like this is my spine you know so um yeah they sent me out of there with like a Percocet or something you know like a painkiller and I had to basically like walk out holding a wheelchair I couldn't hold my own body weight up right because my something's wrong with my back like So I go home and I mean, I couldn't barely move. Like I said, it was just like the worst pain, but you know, your muscles spasm and things like that. So I'm like, well, maybe it's not as bad as it feels like maybe it'll get better. So I go home, I'm at my parents' house and I'm just like sitting up in this chair with ice packs and stuff. And I mean, this is an excruciating pain. Like at this point, all the adrenaline is pretty much gone. My back is just you know, swollen and inflamed and like trying to heal itself. And so this goes on like all night. And I mean, the words that were coming out of my mouth, like it was just like the devil himself because I was so much pain. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, but you know, I'm like yelling at my parents. I'm like, I need help. Like I need help. So um, I guess it was kind of like early the next morning. I don't, I don't know if I slept at all. I mean, it was pretty much like through the night that this is happening, but they get me into the car and take me, you know, to the orthopedic doctor. And I'm like, need to get looked at. You know, like, okay, you can get up like on the, on the uh, exam table. And I'm like, I can't move. Like, I can't move the upper half of my body. I have no support. Like, something is not right. So long story short, um, they take me to another hospital, do some more tests and, and, you know, scans and they're like, all right, you have 
basically crushed one of your vertebrae, cracked another, you have bone fragments floating in your spinal column. All of my ligaments and muscles were torn, like in my thoracic vertebrae. Um, I mean, I, I was in bad shape. And the <laughs> like, hospital just sent you home? They sent me home. Like, honestly, probably should have been a lawsuit, but. Oh my goodness. You know, it is what it is at this point. Um, and yeah, so they're like, you need surgery. Like you need to have a fusion and all this stuff that like somebody else was trying to just pop a pill for, Yeah, you know? So like, there's the first lesson is always get a second opinion. <laughs> if you feel like you know, something is not right. Listen to your body. Your body knows when something is right and something is not right. So yeah, I, I went to, um, some other appointments and had my surgery scheduled and essentially, yeah, I got two rods and eight screws put in my back to just fuse my, fuse my spine together. And oh my gosh, it was like, I have never been so I don't know I'm always like a busybody go 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 so it was almost like God's way of telling me to slow down which is like really extreme I'm like you taught me like in another lesson but you know we don't get to choose that we just get to choose like I said how you know we're going to go through those moments there's no way through but through right so it helped me just really find that strength and so I did tons of therapy. I spent three months all summer long in a back brace from my, you know, my hips to my chest and had to sit out a year in basketball. I had to basically red shirt and go back the next year. But, you know, they, they kind of pre predicted that you're probably never going to play basketball again. You're probably not gonna, you know, going to be walking or driving for a while. I mean, I had to learn, relearn how to walk and all of that. I had to go through, Oh my gosh, so much physical therapy. I couldn't even, my balance was off. Like everything was basically like starting over. And so, um, but you know, here I am, I live to see it. And I, I honestly feel like I got a second chance. Like I, got a second chance at life. I got a second chance at um, just really everything. And again, my whole perspective has been shifted because like the little things in life that people get hung up on, like none of that, I don't let that bother me because it really is like you say, don't sweat the small stuff because all of it is small stuff. Like it really is. So I don't know. I think um I really, my mission in life is now, um, just to help people find that inner strength. Like you don't know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice that you have. And I know that I, I basically live through like all these different quotes, but they're so true. Like when you have something like that, where you really have to go through it and just figure out what you're made of essentially. I mean, yeah, I, I really shifted my, you know, what I wanted to do in life after that, because then I wanted to go through physical therapy school and, you know, I, I went for exercise and movement science and um, biomechanics and just all of that, like exercise physiology and just how to strengthen yourself because it saved my life. I mean, exercise saved me. And then when I decided I became a mom, so I have a six-year-old now and um, just being a role model for her is so important to me. So, um, helping everyone 
around me just really find that strength because a lot of times, you know, you need those endorphins, (laughs) you know, you need, you need that positivity that exercise brings. So, um, I didn't go down the road of physical therapy, but you know, here I am like dancing through life, literally, like I just, I'm just dancing through life and I'm just trying to, you know, my mission is to just let everybody know that it's, it's possible. Like you really got to dig down deep and you're going to go through things, but essentially like you can do anything you want to do. doesn't matter who says you're not going to do this, who says you're not going to do that. If you have the will and the resources and the accountability, like I said, like the community behind you, like girl, you can do anything. So for sure. And um, you are a freaking superwoman. Like I like sitting over here listening to your story. I'm just like, uh, like you're making me rethink my life and like all the little petty things that I get mad over. Yeah. Um, I need to send this episode to my boyfriend. He's like, yeah, <laughs> don't get mad over little petty things. But Girl, like, I still, you know, I still have my moments and, and I still have, but when you have, have that behind you and, you know, different, and I actually had a surgery two years after that to get all the rods and screws taken out. So like I'm built. I'm stronger. I'm, yes. I'm better because of it, but like it taught me so much. And while it was uncomfortable and awful, I mean like the most awful years of my life, you know, I'm, I wouldn't change it for, for the world. So I love that. Like literally, thank you so much for sharing that too. Like, cause you didn't have to share that, but you did. Cause like it, like, I don't think you can, like, I'm speechless right now. Cause it's like, you literally have come through so much stuff. And the fact that you are one talking about it with me on this podcast to share to younger women that like you can literally do anything and two just like literally living your best life because you truly are like your life is like like you are so inspirational and so like a bright to this like a light to this world that it's like if you truly are like there you have a proof that like you can literally do anything you want like you really are and it's so inspiring and like I really thank you a lot for sharing that story with us because like I I needed to hear it (laughs) I even needed to hear it so I love it yeah and that's like the main reason like I bring so many different people onto this podcast and like we talk about so many different things but like everyone brings something different to the table and like your story today brought like something completely different than I've ever had on this episode. I know everyone listening is probably like, I needed that. Like that was amazing. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for sharing. Maybe that. I'll write a book someday, but you, you should know, no, seriously, you, you, should. <laughs> you should, I would definitely buy it. And even though I know the story, like not details and stuff, I would buy it and read it a hundred times. Cause that's just like, <laughs> it's the reminder that everyone needs. It's that literally don't sweat the small stuff. And and like, I haven't heard that in a long time. Um, and it's something that I probably definitely needed to hear. Um, especially like with everything going on in my life right now that like literally some things just don't matter. Um, yeah. so to like, don't even look twice at them, just keep moving. Um, and yeah, I really love your whole story and like where you are now and stuff. Like I just, that was amazing. Thank you. <laughs> well, yeah. I appreciate you for having me. It's been so fun. Like, yeah, this <sighs> I know. I'm so excited to get back into like talking to everyone and getting to know like people more and stuff, you know, like getting to hear everyone's um, stories and just like what you're passionate about. And like, I'm super excited to try this work. 
the sort class. It's definitely, I will be there and, um, I will definitely share like everything with, um, everyone listening. And like, there's going to be the link in the description and stuff. So everyone can find the sort classes and stuff like that. Um, but I know you've kind of listened to some of the podcasts before. So, you know, I go into three questions at the end of every episode. Sponsor break, and as you guys could have guessed, my new activewear line, Surgeon Activewear, is the sponsor for the podcast this season. Of course, right? I could not bypass this opportunity to let my own activewear sponsor my own podcast. So if you guys aren't aware yet, we are a new activewear company called Surgeon. Follow us on Instagram at SurgeonWear, or you can find us online at www.surgeon.com. We are a brand new activewear line, and when I say our products are the best, you guys know I've worn activewear so much, so many different brands, and I, I mean, obviously I'm biased, but I am obsessed with our stuff. It is buttery, silky, like literally gold, and it's like another layer of skin on top of your body, and we have so many new colors and designs coming out in the new year, well, this year and years to come, obviously. But the big thing about Surgeon is that we are partners with Rise Against Hunger. So if you haven't heard of Rise Against Hunger, they are a nonprofit organization that feed families in need and people in need all around the world. So in 2019 alone, they affected over 17 million families in 34 different countries. And we have partnered with them so that every product we sell equals a meal going to a family in need. And that's not just an order, you guys. That's every single product within that order. Literally by the click of a button, and you supporting us making an impact on the world. So shop Surgent, www.surgent.com. Obviously, I would love the support you guys and, and I would just love to have all of the Nutrition by Lex community and everyone that listens to this podcast a part of the Surgent fam. So definitely check us out. Um, so going into that, first one, what is your favorite food? Okay, I <laughs> about this. It's very hard to decide. I love like cuisine from different countries. Like I love pasta. Yes. You know, I love Italian food. Oh my gosh, and I love Mexican food like margs and tacos. Hello. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> but my favorite like meal right now because I'm trying to really, especially you're helping me so much with my nutrition. Like I really have binge watch or not really watch, but listen to. <laughs> every single podcast episode. And I'm like, yes, oh God, I love it. These little nuggets. So thank you for that. But, um, right now I have been making like avocado toast, which I know I'm such a millennial with the avocado, oh toast. but it's amazing. Um, gosh, it's amazing with, um, just like a scrambled egg or like my boyfriend will do, you know, like the runny yolk, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so good. Just like breakfast, lunch, or dinner. I don't care. I want avocado toast with an egg and everything, but bagel seasoning. I was about to say the seasoning, but bagel seasoning, that's what it is. Yeah, the seasoning is everything like, mm. so that's probably my favorite food right now. If you like, do you like, you like spicy food? I'm Cause you like cuisine. A little bit, yeah. Everywhere, okay. What I've started doing too with my avocado toast is doing the avocado egg some goat cheese and some sriracha with everything but the bagel seasoning yeah oh it's so it's like literally a blast of flavors in your mouth yes it's so good (laughs) yeah okay and so the next question I'm kind of altering for you because normally it's what's your favorite exercise but we know you're gonna say swerk so (laughs) what's your favorite exercise besides swerk so if you weren't gonna do swerk what would you do so I would probably do a hit class okay. because 
Like I actually am about to teach one in like five minutes. Um, but 45 minutes of hit, which if you're listening, you don't know what that is high interval, high intensity interval training. Um, yeah, it just like anything that gets your heart rate up and then you have a little bit of recovery. Um, that's all you need. You don't need to spend hours in the gym. You just need a quick hit class at lunchtime, take my class and it's, yeah. you know, you, that's all you need is quick sweat. I love it. No, I love it. it. Like literally whenever you finish a workout and you're like super sweaty and your heart rates up, it's like, you feel so successful. And it's like, oh, yeah, I it's killed been, that 30 to 45 minutes done. You know, no more excuses about, I couldn't get to the gym or anything like that. So exactly. Yeah. Awesome. And the last question, um, I know we kind of like this kind of wraps the whole episode together is just pretty much what keeps you motivated. Um, and I know we've literally just had a whole conversation about that um but like if there was something specific like especially for like teaching swerk and stuff like that what what keeps you motivated to wanting to continue to teach those classes um I would probably say right now my daughter she's six so she literally watches every single thing I do you know the good and the bad because I'm not perfect you know I I make mistakes and um try to learn from them but I really just want I want her to, you know, when somebody asks her who's the most motivational or influential person in her life, like, I want her to say me. (laughs) And so she's at that very impressionable age right now where, you know, she's, she wants to work out with me and she wants to do this and that and everything. So um, really just making sure that I'm a positive role model for her because she is my legacy. So I want her to, you know, be instilled with all the values and and learn from my mistakes and things that I've had to go through. So her and then all of my amazing clients and, and everybody that's taken my class and just, like I said, that's my accountability. So I do it for them. And, and in return, they keep me accountable. So, yeah. I love it. Yes. That's that's so sweet. Um, Well, thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. Like this was seriously a great conversation. I'm so excited for everyone to listen to it. Um, but before we say goodbye to everyone, if you just want to plug yourself real fast so people know where to follow you, um, and I'll make sure to put everything in the description down below as well. So people can click on it. Absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram at Dawn dance fit. That's basically where I'm at all the time on social media and my stories and, um, and then I am on Facebook, um, actually Don Perion, kind of like the champagne Don Perion. <laughs> That's not my real last name. <laughs> um, but I also have a free Facebook group on, on there. Um, it's called Fit Body Clean Beauty. So I do free classes in there, just share like all kinds of tips and tricks in there. And yeah, that's kind of like my little private space to go and, um, I'll have a lot of the zoom links in there. If I do teach a class or eventually when I get my channel going, we'll be in there. So, um, and then if y'all want to follow Swerk Dance Fit, that's where you can find everything Swerk, um, all of our, you know, Swerk Squad and, and what's going on in there. And then the website is Sweat Work Twerk for that. So perfect. that's basically it. I think through there and, and I just want to thank you so much because you know, I, I, like I said, I binge listened to all of your episodes and I was just like, Oh, this is so awesome. Like you're younger than me. And I feel like you're just so you're flourishing and you're just chasing your dreams. And I love it. And then you asked us to be on the podcast and I was like, uh, yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> of course. Yay. Oh, well, thank you. I really appreciate it. And I, yeah. 
yeah, I, I really enjoyed having this conversation with you. Um, so thanks again. Um, and everyone listening, thank you for listening. And I'll talk to you guys again next Wednesday. Bye. Bye. Bye.